This is the Become an Unstoppable Woman podcast with Lindsay Preston, episode 90, Cut the Clutter. Welcome to the Become an Unstoppable Woman podcast, the show for goal-getting, fear-facing women who are kicking ass by creating change. I'm your host, Lindsay Preston. I'm a wife, mom of two, and a multi-certified life coach to women all over the world. I've lived through enough in life to know that easier doesn't always equate to better. We can't fear the fire, we must learn to become it. And on this show, I'll teach you how to do just that. So join me as I challenge you to become even more of the strong, resilient, and powerful woman you are meant to be. Let's do this. Hey there, Ms. Unstoppable. Welcome to episode 90 of the show. We are only 10 episodes away from episode 100. And if you heard me recently, you know we're doing something super fun for episode 100. It'll be on February 15th, 2021 when we hit it. So keep that on your calendar. Get ready for what is in store. It's going to be awesome. Now today, though, we're on episode 90, as I said, and so we're going to talk about cutting your clutter. Now, ideally, you have listened to episode 89 of the show, where we talked about finding your seasons, and we talked about, specifically in that episode, your winter season. And your winter season, you are cutting and cleansing and shedding and feeling and resting and reflecting And that's what we're going to go more in depth with today as we talk about cutting your clutter. Now, are we talking about cutting your clutter from a physical sense? Absolutely. We're also going to talk about it from a mental sense. And I believe the best times to do this is when you're in your seasons of fall and winter. So again, if you have a listen to episode 89, it may be start, start, it may be smart to start there. Golly, I'm tongue-tied today. So again, figure out when your fall and winter is and then go do this exercise when you're in your fall and winter. So for me right now, I am definitely in my winter. I follow the seasons that we have here in Texas to a T. So it's December right now and I am in my winter season. And so this exercise is what I am doing right now. I'm not even intentionally doing it. It's just like my body and my mind has already gone there. And so since I've done this now for a couple of years to really honor my seasons and know when my winter is, I just honor that and I maximize what I'm already doing naturally so that I can have an even bigger spring and summer when I'm putting myself out there more and going after my goals more. Okay, so cutting the crap. Let's talk about physically first what this means. Obviously, it's going around your physical space and saying, what can I get rid of? Okay. It's just like if we're an oak tree and we are in our winter months and we are about to shed our leaves and our acorns. Okay. We want to get rid of all the things that are no longer serving us. So even though in the winter and the fall, you may not have as much energy to go around and like do a deep clean of your closet and things of that sort, 
do what you can. Move the ball enough to start to cleanse because you're just going to naturally be in a headspace where it's going to be easier for you to focus in on this and it's going to be easier for you to make these decisions of things that aren't serving you anymore. Like I know for me, I'm looking in my closet. Actually, we're always recording my closet and I'm just like, oh, I see all these clothes that need to go. Like I did not wear them this year. I did not wear them last year. It needs to go. And maybe last year when I started to do this, I was like, well, I didn't wear it this year, but maybe I wore it the year before. Now it's been like two freaking years and I don't feel like I'm going to be interested anytime soon in wearing that stuff. So I'm getting rid of it. Okay. It just makes more sense to do this stuff again in the fall and the winter. So, you know, the big thing lately with cutting your physical crap has been the Marie Kondo method where it's like, does it bring me joy? I totally agree with her method there. Go to it. Touch it. Even trust your intuition. Make that quick decision. Does it bring you joy or not? Are you using it? Yes or no? If not, get rid of it. If you have a lot of mind drama around getting rid of stuff, I encourage you to go listen to Make Strong Decisions episode. And what I'm going to be putting out here soon is trusting your intuition because I, it, like, it boggles my mind when people are like, well, I don't know. Should I get rid of it or not? Like, Make the decision. Trust yourself enough to make that choice and move on, okay? There is no need to sit in indecision about things. And that just shows you, too, that maybe there's some mindset drama that needs to be cleaned up. And two, if you're like Lindsay, in my fall and winter, you say it's a good time to cleanse, but for me, it's not. Great, then honor that. Then go put this exercise on a spring or summer activity when you have more energy. But for me, in the winter... I'm just like, let's get rid of some stuff physically. First off, it's like, come on, let's get rid of this crap. Let's move on, right? So not only do I think you should physically purge some of your stuff, I think you need to look at other areas of your life physically, like your email box. This is the time of year when I'm looking at emails I'm getting in and I'm thinking, am I finding value from this person or company? Is this something that I find brings me joy? Again, going back to that Marie Kondo exercise, Is it something I see myself purchasing or using in the next year? If not, unsubscribe. If it's on social media, am I following this person? Do I think I'm going to buy from this person? Again, am I getting value from this? No, unfollow. And I know sometimes it's hard for us to unfollow people, especially if it might be a family member and you're like, man, I just don't know if I want to bring your Facebook profile into 2021. And if you don't know this, I'm going to give you a little hint here. You can still be friends with somebody, but you can unfollow them and they won't know. So there's this little button you go in and you can go in and you can just say unfollow. You can also do this on Instagram where you're still, you know, like friends with them or whatever it's called, but you can mute them. So you can mute their posts and their stories. So I do this from time to time because maybe I'm not quite ready to fully let go of that person for whatever reason. But I just don't really want their energy in my space anymore. And so I'll go and unfollow them or mute them. Now, some people, like I just recently did this last week with my Facebook friends. I was just like, nope, nope, nope. I just started unfriending people. I was just like, you know, it's just like another year. I didn't find value in hearing whatever you had to say this next year. I don't really know if I want to cultivate a relationship with you anymore. And so I just start cutting. Again, like this is a time of the year for me where it's just like a very quick decision for me. Um, I just find myself almost like more in this like bad bitch mentality, I guess. It's just like, 
I don't know. I just I'm ready to shed, I guess. So it's just very easy for me to kind of cut this stuff. And it feels so good. It's like I'm I'm cutting things and, and opening space for the new that's going to be coming in soon with the spring and the summer for me. Yeah. So I want you to do this, too. Even if that's unsubscribing from my stuff. If you don't find joy in my emails, if you're my email list, get rid of that. If you don't like my social media stuff, get rid of that. Even with your podcasts, like, are you finding joy from the, all the podcasts that you're subscribed to? Even if you're like, well, Lindsay, I don't listen to some of that stuff. Well, ask yourself, is it like worth just looking at the image of that on your feed? Clean that crap out. It makes a difference. Your brain is taking in so much stuff all day long. Why put stuff in there that's not serving you? Like, let that stuff go. So again, there's more space for new stuff to come in there. Okay. The other thing is your relationships. I want you to really analyze your relationships in your life and say, okay, what is it that I want to bring into my next year? And again, for some people, the year really starts for them on January 1st. For me, it kind of does start on January 1st, but it kind of doesn't. Like, I really view when I start my spring season and March is when my year like fully starts happening. Um, But I do, I I get really clear now before the new year starts. It's like, do I want to bring this relationship into the next year? Yes or no? Do I need to get rid of it? Yes or no? Um, And for some people, you know, it may not be an easy, you're all on board to get rid of that relationship or you're all on board to keep it. Maybe just be a maybe. And that's okay too. But I just want you to really look at your whole life right now and think, okay, you know, what are the things I want to carry forth into this next phase of my life? And, and just honor that, trust that, and um, take that in, okay? So that's physically what I'm wanting you to do. But then I also want you to analyze mentally and um, emotionally and even your behaviors of things that you need to shed. So the easiest way to start to do this is ask yourself, what did not go well this past year? So again, for most people, they're entering their winter phase right now because they're in the northern hemisphere. It's getting cold where they live and they just naturally follow the seasons of that. And so December, they're starting that winter month. They're wrapping up their, you know, uh, calendar year where it's like they're asking themselves what went well in 2020 or whenever they're listening to this and what didn't go well. And I go in depth in that. I get really clear what did not go well in 2020. Yes, of course, I want to highlight all the wins and all the things that went great, of course, and I will celebrate that soon. But right here at the beginning of December, I'm just going straight into, Lindsay, what sucked this year? (laughs) Like, let's just go there for a second and um, taking some time to really feel some of that. Like, I did not have a lot of fun this year. Did I have fun with my family being at home? And did we have aspects of that? Absolutely. It was not a shitty year by any means. You know, a lot of people were like, oh, 2020, worst year ever, dumpster fire, all this stuff. I don't feel that way about 2020. But there were some things that I didn't quite enjoy. And part of that was feeling like I was working all the time and I was taking care of kids all the time. Granted, yes, coronavirus, whatever. But still was like, man, I do not want another year like this. I want a year where I'm incorporating more fun. I do not want another year where I feel like I'm working all the time. It is really important. I already had this conversation with my husband. It is really important for us to put our son in school next year. Yes, we've had coronavirus, but like by the spring, it's like, let's move on. There's going to be vaccines out there. 
like we're moving on with our lives and I'm getting back to a more, you know, quote unquote, normal work schedule. I've also made some decisions where him and I aren't going to be going over financial things on the weekend anymore. And we're just going to like, you know, incorporate fun into our lives because that's something like I do not want to bring into next year. And so right now, you know, I talked about this in the last podcast with Winter. It's like I am planting some seeds as I'm shedding too of what do I want to cultivate? What do I want to bloom and blossom right now? So again, as you're starting to cut out some habits that you don't want. So for me, one of which was overworking, it felt like, even though physically I wasn't working that many hours, I was thinking about work all the time. Instead, I'm like, okay, I want to open up space to think about my husband more and think about fun things we're going to do and think about my house more and things I'm going to cook and fun things I'm going to do with my kids. And again, like cultivating habits of fun, because that is one area of my life this year that felt a little bit off. You know, and I'm going into all the different buckets of life, of career, what went well and what didn't go well, finances, what went well and didn't go well, relationships with my husband, with my friends, with my family, with my kids, with my health. So with my health, for example, you know, I lost the last of the baby weight. Awesome. (laughs) I'm so glad I finally did that. I lost the corona weight. Yay. But I need to get back in a workout routine. So that's something that didn't go well this year. I did not work out this year. Yes, it went well that I lost the weight. But what didn't go well, as I said, it didn't work out. And I'm really like sitting in that for a minute of like, oh, I didn't work out this year. And like really taking that in and feeling the depth of that so that I kind of, in essence, teach myself like, hey, Lindsay, don't get to this place another year. Use this as motivation for you next year to say, hey, let's go work out. Let's make this a priority. Now, again, coronavirus, and we didn't want to go to the gym, blah, 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 but I still could have gotten it done, right? But next year, it's like, okay, this is going back on my schedule. This is important to me, all right? And then, too, I'm looking at spirituality, what went well and didn't go well for me. I feel like I did really well in that area. And then, as I said, look at your fun. And maybe you want to add an environment there. Maybe you want to add in romance as a section. I don't know. You just figure out what the big sections are for you, but... Just make sure you spend time looking at those big overall sections. As I said, again, our career, finances, relationships, health, spirituality, fun, and then possibly environment and anything else you want to add on beyond that. Okay, so those are kind of, you know, the thought and behavior patterns that you can pull as you're thinking about what didn't go well this year. And then as you've pulled those, I want you to get very clear on what are the behaviors I'm no longer going to tolerate in myself and others starting whenever, you know, my next year starts. If that's on, you know, January 1 for you, if it's whenever your spring is, whatever, it doesn't matter. But just think again of like, okay, what are the things I'm going to no longer tolerate? So for me, I'm telling myself I am no longer going to tolerate me sitting around thinking about work all the time. I'm no longer going to tolerate my cell phone coming into my bedroom at night anymore. I'm no longer going to tolerate me working on the weekends. And as soon as my son has another day of childcare, my Sundays are going to get moved to being a weekday that I work and I'm taking weekends off again. (laughs) And I'm going to no longer tolerate some of the stuff that I do to my husband, like these little nagging things that diminish our relationship. Like I'm not going to tolerate that stuff. Now, there's also some behaviors I'm not going to tolerate in other people. Like for my daughter right now, she has a little bit of attitude. She's 10 years old. She's getting into this tween phase. I am not going to tolerate that crap. So I'm really getting really clear of like, okay, moving into the next year, 
what am I going to work with her on so that we can make that a, you know, boundary. Okay. So again, get really clear on this stuff. Face this stuff. Face the music. Face the facts here. So many people like to numb out when they're in their winter, when they're just not feeling good to take some of the edge off. And I encourage you not. Yeah. Now, granted, you know, we may have a drink from time to time, turn on our Netflix, eat our cookies, take a little bit of the edge off from here to there. Just enjoy it. You know, like every once in a while, indulge yourself, like love that stuff. If it's if that's something you love, go for it. But don't feel like, oh, you know, here's my winter months. I feel like crap in the winter. Let me just kind of, you know, zombie out in essence. No, like face this crap. Face the feelings of this. Does it feel like crap? Yeah. I don't like my winter too much. You can probably already tell from my energy. It's like, man, Lindsay's not as perky today. Yeah. In my winter months, I'm not. Like, I'm really going in deep. You know what happens though? When I come out of this and I'm in my spring, I'm like whole new level Lindsay. And then my summer is like, holy shit, I just did something I thought was once impossible. Like this past year in my August, I made almost $60,000 in one month. That's freaking crazy. Any year prior to that, I've never made that much money my entire year. And I made it in a month this year. And that's my August is like the peak of my summer. And that was part of me last winter. I did a lot of growth work. And, you know, that was the the reward of that is in my summer, I was able to bloom in a whole new way, right? So if we think about like that garden analogy, like I gave in the Find Your Seasons episode of going in and I'm not a gardener, but they go in and I guess they like tend the dirt and do all the stuff with the dirt and really do the stuff with the seeds. And so then they can have this beautiful, you know, spring and summer. And that's what we're doing here is we're digging in the dirt. What's all the crap that didn't work? What's all the things I don't want to bring into the next year? What are the things I'm not, not going to tolerate? What am I wanting to change from what didn't go well this year? And feeling the depth of that. And that's where, again, like having emotional management, those tools of things like journaling and knowing how to feel, deal, and heal. Like I teach in my Become an Unstoppable Woman process and um, all the things of, of going into the depth of that and knowing it's okay to go in the depth of that and, and really feeling that. And uh, not judging yourself for it or getting freaked out out of fear and, again, wanting to turn and numb yourself out of it, but just feeling it. And then being like, okay, all right, this is just part of my winter. It's part of my shed. It's part of me cleansing everything and clearing the crap, right? Okay? So go out there, my friend. Purge. Get this crap out of you. Shed. Cleanse. Whatever you want to call it. But get rid of this crap because, again, it's going to open up so much for you when you hit your spring and summer months because you're going to have room for it. You're not going to be weighed down by things physically. You're not going to be weighed down by things mentally as much. You're going to open up these pockets of new things to come in. And I encourage you too to start building some habits now, even though it's going to feel a little bit hard to start to build that. Which, side note, this is why a lot of people, When they hit January 1st, they're like, here we go, new year, new me. And then they all give up by February 15th. And I'm like shaking my head thinking, yeah, because most of us are in our winter months when we're just, you know, trugging along here. It doesn't feel that great when really it's almost like we need to just slowly be leaning into our habits and our changes we want to make on January 1st or whenever 
And then knowing like, okay, if I just stick with this and and move just a little bit here these next few weeks in my winter months, then in the spring, I'll be picking up the pace a little more. And then by summer, I'll be like, whoa, look at me. Look what I'm doing. I've lost so much weight and I've, you know, worked out so many days or, you know, I've started to build this business where now I'm making more money or my relationship and my marriage has really changed. And oh gosh, this looks so great. Because they started building these little bitty habits right now in the winter months. They're planting the seeds in the winter months. And they're knowing that it's not going to change overnight and that they don't need to hit, you know, pedal to the metal here. They just need to make small little changes and habits. And every day, little by little adds up. That's another Laura Casey quote. I've been quoting her lately as we're talking about the season stuff. That little by little stuff adds up and then it will, it will pick up the pace even more. Okay. So another short episode for you today, but it's a good one. Go out there, get into action, cleanse that crap, get rid of that stuff, unsubscribe, unfollow, donate the stuff, think of the thought behaviors, think of all the things that didn't go well, think about what you don't want to put up with next year, and let's get rid of this crap and let's open up new space for you. All right, my friend, that's it for this one, and I'll see you in the next one. Bye. Hey there, Miss Unstoppable. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode. If you enjoyed it, share it with a friend. Send them a picture of this episode via text, via email, share it on social media. I'm sure they would be so appreciative to know these strategies and tips on how to accomplish your dreams. If you are ready to guarantee you're going to accomplish your goals and dreams, then it's time to start coaching with me. In my nine-month simple success coaching system, I am going to walk you every single step of the way to ensure that you get the goals and dreams that you want. The first step is to apply for a free 60-minute consult call. Just go to lindsay, L-I-N-D-S-A-Y, epreston.com forward slash apply to get started. As always, my friend, remember... You're only as unstoppable as you believe you can be. So believe in yourself. You got this.